Welcome to the Divine Feminine Revolution Podcast, where women are magical and empowered. I'm your host, Dr. Megan Monday, psychologist turned transformational feminine business coach. This podcast is for you if you want to prioritize your own pleasure, face your fears, and manifest your desires. This podcast is sponsored by the Fearless Feminine Academy, where I teach women how to turn their trauma into their superpowers. My goal is to show women that we can heal our world by creating time and financial freedom by doing whatever the fuck we want. Are you ready for the divine feminine revolution? Let's get vulnerable and go deep. I'm so honored that you're here. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Fearless Feminine Podcast. I am here with the amazing Kala. She's a healer, digital nomad, uh, investor in cryptocurrency. So I'm just going to let you do a little like brag intro and you can just share with us like whatever it is that you want to say about who you are. Amazing. Thank you, first of all, for having me on the show. It's so awesome to be here um, and, and being a, a fearless feminine. You know, it, it's so great to have this platform to be able to share our messages and everything. So a little bit about me. Um, about five years ago, I was bedridden. And so I decided that I really didn't, I no longer wanted to work. I really wanted to focus on following my joy um, and figure out, you know, what life is really about because 32 pills a day and looking at four walls wasn't going to cut it for me. And so I started uh, training dogs because that felt really good. And I saw the, the healing benefits of dogs and, and how that all kind of came together. Um, my background is in clinical psychology. So I'll use the dogs as a platform to be able to help and assist in my program. And so I decided that as a transition, I was going to train dogs full time and give my give that my full attention. And I found that I was a bridge of communication for dogs. And then I could start, I was realized that it wasn't just dogs that I could bridge. I could bridge for small kids. I could bridge for other people. I was able to tap into that, that kind of um, momentum, if you will. And um, so I started to heal myself and figure out, you know, why the pains were hitting certain areas, how to move that, how to use breath work. So now I currently am running a business that is a cryptocurrency business, but it's also a spiritual based business. So as you heal yourself, you're opening and unlocking your abundance, right? So if you're not doing the internal work, you're not getting the momentum in your business. You're not opening those, those portals of, of abundance. When I started this, I started about um, two weeks ago now, and I haven't checked my accounts this morning because I've been focused on self-care today, but in about 14 days, I've accumulated about $3,500 of smart contracts that pay out for life. They don't ever change, um, and I'm continually growing in this business. So what I've done is I've teamed up with some of the best women <laughs> that I know um, that are teaching empowerment, that are teaching how to use these platforms, that are unlocking these abundance portals. And um, I'm able to bridge for people. So if they're seeing behavior malfunctions in their, in their 3D life, we get to the root causation of it in the quantum field so that you can do practical application right now to change your life. 
Oh, I love that so much. I love how you've integrated like the financial piece. And I definitely feel like the light workers and light leaders are getting like a big upgrade. Mm -hmm. um, and that can yes. definitely be abundant instrument as well. So like you mentioned the piece about like being bedridden, like tell us a little bit before mm -hmm. like your kind of spiritual awakening, like what was it like before that, before you learned to communicate with your, yourself and your soul and others? Before that, my life was extremely difficult. Um, I had history of abuse, so like I mean, emotional, physical. Um, I felt like I was under spiritual attack all the time. Um, it felt like manipulation quite a bit in my life, um, and um, I had to learn that you know I don't get to pick the avatar that I get to to play in other people's lives, you know. But there's it all had meaning. So, you know, when it came to the abuse factors and looking past the fact that I'm not a victim, that all those things had purpose. Um, and then I had lost my dad recent before before I was bedridden. And I think it was the, the fact that I didn't want to face that and look at what was coming forward for me, right? Because he was a big factor and a staple in my life. And um, we had a very, very, very close relationship. So it was really hard for me to try to figure out, like, how do I, how do I navigate life without my biggest supporter? And then I realized like we can now communicate so much better now that he's crossed over, you know, but it took me learning to listen to what was going on, you know, but for me, I'm stubborn. So I ended up in the bed, you know, I could, I had neck surgery twice. I had, you know, I had uh, two knee surgeries. I've had shoulder surgery. I was told I would never work again, like as far as, as like disability goes, but yet I was never granted disability. So they're like, you can't work, but yet we, we can't, you can't also, you also can't get fun. Um, and then I saw it in my 3D relationships with my partners, you know, where I was the doormat. I was the one that was overgiving. I was overcompensating. I was making excuses for behaviors. I was um, enabling behaviors that I knew weren't acceptable just so that I could have that semblance of like some kind of a like it felt like if I gave a little bit more I would get uh, get a little bit more love but that's not the way that love worked you know so it was um it, it seemed that the more that I didn't look at myself and the shadow aspects of self and I just stayed singularly focused I kept digging a deeper and deeper hole because my focus wasn't in the right spot. But what I realized after laying in that bed for a year and taking medications that were literally poisoning my body and my mind and everything um, was I am the creator of my, of my universe. I am the one that decides what happens. I am the one that decides, okay, when is enough enough? Because I wasn't put here on this planet to go to work and get a job, you know, do, do all these, these little meaningless things to work for somebody else. I wasn't meant to be on this planet so that I could take these drugs to be a zombie for the majority of my life. So what happens is, is when I decided, I said, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. And I don't care if I live or die. Because if, if I'm meant to die, then then, then my greater purpose is, has already been completed. So I'm, I'm good. Right. And then if I don't die, then that means there's something so much greater than this crap 
because whatever this is, once I get on the other side of it, is going to be so grand that I won't have anything else to do but be in joy. So why do I want to look at how much it hurts right now when I can, I can accept it for exactly what it is? I can acknowledge where I am with it, express myself completely, and then brace myself for the miracle that's about to come. Wow. So, yeah, you know, it was, it was a huge journey. <laughs> I so appreciate your vulnerability in sharing that because I think there's so many important points. And that truly is the fearless feminine. You know, I think um, it happens to so many people. I think especially those of us that are healers, a lot of times we are mm-hmm. like empathic or self-sacrificing and that can be like the perfect setup, you know, for a narcissist oh, or, yeah. or whatever comes that way. And so I just really love to see, you know, I've worked with a lot of clients who are disabled or who had that kind of like chronic history of trauma and like mm-hmm. the will that it took to like, just look at death and look at the, you know, how you felt like helpless, like laying in that bed and just decide that there was something more out there for you. And then look what you've created. Like it's such an inspiring story. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank with us. Of course. Yeah. You know, when I, when you work 80 hours a week and you're doing things for other people and you're absorbing, you're not just observing and, and being practical and, and, and just kind of like really putting yourself in a, in a good spot to assist. You're just taking it on. You're emptying your own cup. And when you empty your own cup, you're going to end up giving your cup away. And then what are you going to do? You're going to be just an empty vessel. You know, (laughs) there's no vessel to put anything in. Like, what are you doing? So I said, you know, I can't do this. I'm not going to do this anymore. And um, now when I, when I really made a big change was probably about two years ago when I finally said no more work, I'm only going to do the things that I love. So I sat on my porch and I looked out, I had a, had a beautiful condo on, on the water. And I looked out and I said, I'm retired. I'm no longer going to work. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm only going to feed my passions. And I'm just, this is what's going to happen. And whatever it takes, I'm going to let it go. So I ended up selling my condo, broke up with my boyfriend. I bought an RV and lived in the RV for about 10 months. I just recently sold it to go smaller and I'm currently sitting in my smaller space. Um, But I've literally not worked in two years from that point. And I have only done the things that inspire me. And it has literally opened up the doors to meet the people that I'm supposed to have in my life moving forward. It has brought me into a new knowing of self because I let go of all of the things that were weighing me down, which means you know, I, I now can freely move wherever I need to go and I can be a part of the people's lives because it's the people that matter um, that I, I need to be a part of. And that to me was ultimate freedom. You know, I can jump in my car or my new SUV. I've got a, a bed set up in the back. I can grab a cooler full of food and I can go be a part of those people's lives. I don't have to worry about going to work and, and fulfilling somebody else's obligations or doing all these other things. I can literally watch my abundance grow as I am doing the things that I love. I love and that. I don't know anybody else that wants a part of that, you know? <laughs> Come on. 
I love that so much because like freedom, I think is the, one of the biggest values that I have. And, you know, like I've sat there with clients that are, you know, on their deathbed and saying like, all I did was like work and pay bills. And is that all there is? Which we know as healers, like there's so much more. <laughs> it's such a trap, you know, the way that we're sort of raised to like, you know, work um, eight to five or to like feel like we can't follow our joy. So like what, when you made that commitment to like being retired, mm-hmm. like did things kind of start to fall into place? Like how did you have the signs? Like what all happened next? <laughs> I made the decision and everything fell apart. Like there must be massive destruction to being rebirth. And I broke up with my boyfriend 30 minutes later, my company collapsed, Wow. collapsed. All, literally everything that I knew was gone like that. And I said, okay, <laughs> like I trust this process. I'm going to do the next thing. So the next thing that felt good, that's what I did. That's what I focused on. I didn't focus on what was happening in my 3D reality because I was destroying that with the decisions that I was making. And I was sure in my decisions. So if you look at your 3D world and you're going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. (laughs) It might be time to look at like, like, hey, why is it, oh my God, what is this destruction bringing me? Mm -hmm. Not what is happening right now because yeah, it kind of sucks, but it's temporary. Yeah. You know, it'll pass. So let me ask you this, like after experiencing like that trauma and the physical issues and everything, like a lot of times people struggle to feel like joy or just like feel good, you know, and follow that like kind of sacral cult. How did you know what felt good after, you know, with trauma, sometimes the wires cross and like good feels bad and bad feels good. So how did you break that cycle and just like go for it with your intuition, your destiny? I think, I think that, that one had to be the hardest because like you're, you're wired to believe that this is love and this is what it's supposed to feel like. So that's what you kind of lean into and that's what's comfortable. Um, so what I found was you have to lean into what's uncomfortable to actually find what was healthy. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, it was super scary, but you know, I mean, think about it. Like I was so comfortable with trauma and chaos and pain and everything else. Like I had to make a new decision. So if that is what was comfortable and that's what the result was, then why would I not want to lean into something a little bit more uncomfortable knowing, knowing that the anxiety and, and, and all of this, uh, think about like, you've got fear on one side and you've got all of these, these, chemical reactions happening and you're just like all that that adrenaline the same thing happens when you get excited Mm -hmm. it's just the way that you're looking at it the same things happen the same chemical responses happen but when you feel that are you going oh my god I'm so excited or are you going oh my god what's happening (laughs) you know it's the way that you perceive it and like you don't get like like for me, I notice it immediately. I'm like, okay, here's a, here's one of those moments. My heart's beating really fast. Like my hands are getting sweaty. I get the whole physical response and I can, I go, do I choose to be afraid or do I choose to be excited? And if I'm excited, what am I excited about? Because I'm creating something in this now moment. I love that so much, you know, and I think like, I like to say like playing it safe is the most dangerous thing you can do. And it sounds like you really ran with that and legit, it is the same emotion. You just like 
tend to say, is this good or is it bad? You know? Um, so tell me a little bit about like, how did you develop your like intuitive abilities? Cause you know, a lot of times when we have trauma, it actually does rewire our brain to be more intuitive. Cause it's like a safety mechanism to kind of try to sure. you know, the walking on eggshells sort of thing to like be able to like, that's <laughs> what's going to happen next. Yeah. safe. So how did you right. like lean into your gifts? So that, um, that took developing my, my meditation methods and my breathing techniques. So what I did was I went back to each moment that, um, so like, let's say, let's say I was, I was laying in bed and I'm focused on, um, like my neck and all that was going on. I would focus on the event that was happening and then I would trace it back on timelines. So I would follow my breathing, follow the emotions, follow the storylines that were in my head. And then what I did was I said, okay, all of the things that are no longer serving me, I'm erasing those. And then I'm going to reparent myself through the most impactful moments, right? So there were times in my childhood where I did not feel safe and the people around me didn't know because I didn't speak up for myself. So now I know like, okay, in those moments, how could I have been a benefit to myself or how could my higher self come in or like what could make me feel better in that moment? Because I know that I was not alone in those moments. I was always with me. So if I was always with me and all the timelines are running at the same time, then I just go back to that timeline and I'm there for me. Mm. And I present new opportunities, new outlooks from a different perspective because my higher self now, like when I look in the mirror now, I see the person that was with me then, Mm. but I didn't know who she was. I thought she was an angel. Mm. I thought she was somebody outside of myself. Well, and it was you? It was always been me. Oh, just like with literally, literally with everything. Nothing is outside of you. Mm-hmm. You know, people, kids, have, kids have their imaginary friends. And we have, you know, we have our friends that are so, so important to us. And we have the, the not so great sides of ourselves that we don't want to look at, but that we're forced to through, through other interactions. And we ignore them so they show up in our 3D reality. It just so happens that I could see myself in those different ways. I just didn't know who they were. Mm-hmm. You know, and it takes meeting yourself and going back and going, oh, geez, when I saw that person standing next to me, I thought that was an imaginary friend. That wasn't. That was me now. That was me going back to her and letting her know she's okay. That was me holding that space for her and saying that you're going to get through this. You're going to create something so much better for somebody else in these moments. You just have to remember so my, my whole thing with, with everything that I've tried to create for everybody is trying to figure out how do you tap into you, what makes you, you, and how do you follow that? And following that means you have to have discernment mm-hmm. and the shit that we go through creates the discernment. Yeah. <laughs> but are you ready? Are you ready to open the door and look past it? Or are you ready? Are you still looking at the picture going, oh, what, what, what it was and what it could have been, you know, let's let's move past it. Let's get, let's get into the new of you. Let's get into this new 5D reality because everything that you've went through has meant to get you here. We're not looking back and judging it any longer. We're looking at what you are right now and creating the next version of you, that next chapter, that next book even. 
I love that so much because it is kind of like a big circle Mm -hmm. and, you know, like support and self-love can just be so, you know, powerful and really help to really do that kind of like soul retrieval piece, which it sounds like you really were able to do that by healing yourself. So I'm kind of interested when you sort of like embrace that creator ability and you started like manifesting and following your joy and your pleasure, tell mm-hmm. us about the financial piece. Cause you know, everybody always wants to make a little extra cash. So like, how did you start manifesting oh. abundance? So, okay. <laughs> the first thing was as soon as I sold my house, I made a couple of investments. You know, I, I bought my RV. I did a couple of, like I made a whole bunch of little, like I needed to focus, right? I need to focus. Like I don't really want to work, but I have to be kind of smart about this. So, um, I, now, the manifesting abundance when you have nothing, right? Because I was there. I had 11 cents in my account. Um, I'm, I'm trying my best to follow my joy. I am trusting the process, but it is scary. But that's when you, that, that moment, when you have 11 cents and you have nothing in the refrigerator or, or in the cooler, <laughs> in my case, or no camp for the next night, you get real humble on what it is you actually need. Yeah. And then when you, get, when you get real humble on what it is you actually need in this universe and where you're going to prioritize where things are going to go, that's when the abundance unlocks. Because your focus, when you're, when, you're in that, when you're in the space of I need, I want, I lack, all of that is going to keep you there because that's where you're focused, mm-hmm. right? But if I say I have everything that I need, I am a magnet to money. My abundance is birthright. You know, those things are going to keep me focused on the fact that I create these things for myself and everything comes in waves and flows and, and eventually everything's going to, is going to equal out for everyone on the planet. But those of them that are ready to do the work are the ones that are going to unlock it first. So it's a matter of like, what are you willing to look at and what are you willing to let go of? Because you have to open up the space and emotions are the key. Mm-hmm. That's what I was just going to say. So like, even if you have to kind of manufacture them, like if you lean into those good feelings and the pleasure, like that's why I'm so uh, into like pleasure-based business is because I've done it the hard way out of like hustle and scarcity and lack. And I made yeah some like financial success, but like I didn't enjoy it. And I certainly wasn't in pleasure and I wasn't feeling good. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of had that anticlimactic moment of like, well, I don't really want to do this anymore, but then I'm locked in because of the money, you know? And so I definitely am on that journey, right. <laughs> finding my, um, finding my pleasure, yeah. putting myself first and really like working with that fearless mindset. And I love it so much. Just like opening up to receive, right? Cause that's like where all the feminine power is. It's just like letting oh my the universe provide for you. Right. Right. Okay. So, okay. So I'm all about physical symbols and, and things like that. So, um, I have been blocked in receiving and, and it came to a big culmination not too long ago. And I was burned severely on my left arm, which is the receiving arm. And, you know, it was like, in that moment, I was like, okay, I hear you. I see you. Like, I understand, you know, so like receiving as a feminine is much different than people might actually think it is, you know? And I, I think learning that aspect took a whole new turn for me. Um, receiving 
for a feminine, it's a matter of opening yourself up. Okay, not not opening yourself up sexually, but opening up yourself emotionally, you know, emotional, getting in touch with like, do you care enough about how you feel and can you honor it? Mm -hmm. Receive that kind of information. That's the receiving. Can you receive the information that is being given to you? Mm -hmm. Totally. Confirmation chills. (laughs) Absolutely. I know you were giving me chills earlier. Um, That's usually one way that intuition speaks. You know, I think we have so much programming from the patriarchy or the powers that be that like teach us not to trust ourselves. And it's like we gaslight ourselves. And then like, you know, then we attract in people to gaslight us and they help us along the way to even just like create more self-doubt. I just love your spin on that because like yeah we have to like privilege our own experience and just like really like listen and then when you mm-hmm. want that I mean magic starts to happen so like tell us like some of the goodies that happened it's- when you made that move okay so I told you I was doing my whole gypsy life now every time Every time I get on the road to travel, my spirit lights up. I just love being able to see what's on the road, all that kind of stuff. Now, magic happens is when I go on the road, I'm not working. I'm just going. I'm driving. I'm enjoying my life. I'm enjoying those moments, and it feels good. And then when I get to my destination, I open up my phone, and there's more money in my trust wallet for my cryptocurrency business that I haven't touched all day long. So that is some serious magic right there. So that I really want to share with everybody. Um, so some other things that have happened as far as like magical things was when I decided to sell my RV. Um, typically, you sell an RV, you get you know less than what you paid for. There's depreciation. There's all kinds of other stuff. Now, I sat, I sat with myself and I said, you know, what is it that I really want? And how do I want to move forward with the next phase of my life? I kept hearing a gift of $10,000. And I was just like, I don't understand what this means. But, you know, all I know is that when I sell my RV, my next phase is I'm going to go smaller. I'm going to be smart. And I'm going to be looking for property to open up my healing centers. I don't know how the money is going to show up. I don't care how it shows up because I know that I'm following my joy. And when I find the property, I'll know. And so I ended up $10,000 over on my, on, my, on my RV. So I ended up banking that. Um, I was able to go right back onto the road and I immediately, once I got to my mama, found my new SUV. Um, and I've, I've just, I follow those impulses, those things that feel real good. And just like these little sparks come and you follow them and it's just like little gifts on each side of them. And like, sometimes you get, you get a bad egg from time to time, but when you get those, it's just a signal of something else that needs to heal. So your mindset goes from like, oh crap, here's another thing I've got to deal with Two, this is the best gift of all, is, oh, I get another opportunity to do the next right thing. You know, I'm looking at these, these little difficult times, and I'm going, these are the challenges, these are the puzzles that I'm here to, to figure out. And then when I figure them out, I'm going to get whatever is on the other side of it. So it becomes like a, just a game that you get to play with yourself. I love playing myself. Yeah. And I think like passive income really is like the new frontier for those of us that like have a manifestation healer vibe on. But I think a lot of people, including myself, don't know much about cryptocurrency. So like, tell us all about it. How does it work? Like what, how'd you get into it? 
tell us the thing. So, so real funny story. Um, now I've, I've heard of Bitcoin. I don't know. Have you heard of Bitcoin? So Bitcoin is like the number one cryptocurrency right now. It's worth like 10,000 plus dollars, like 10, I don't know what the current rate is, but it's ridiculous for one coin. So I didn't really have enough money nor the, the gut to be able to get into Bitcoin. And I was like, you know, I'll just, I'll learn a little bit here and there. So I put it in the vortex of my meditations of like, I wanted to attract something that would allow me the opportunity to learn as I earned, you know, that was definitely something cause I don't want to, I don't want to work. So like, I still got to earn money and, uh, and I want to learn. So like, that sounds like fun. So I had a friend call me and she's like, I need some help with my dog. And I was like, Hey, you know what? I'm a dog trainer. Let, let, let's, let's do this. And she's like, I would love it if you could do it energetically. I was like, okay, that's awesome. I would love to train your dog energetically. Let, let's keep in contact. Let's do our meditations every day. Awesome. And she's like, but the only thing is I'd like to pay you in cryptocurrencies. And I was like, okay, I don't really know anything about them, but sure. You know, that's following those impulses, following the opportunities that are present. So I didn't know, but it was like, okay, I can work with this. So over the next couple of days, I was sat with it and I was like, okay, I don't know what to do with it. And she showed me these platforms and they're blockchains where you can go buy smart contracts and they're completely transparent. They, they, you own them for life. So it's a continual asset. And I started with a coin called Ethereum. Now that coin is worth about $350, $340 right now or so. Um, and my numbers may be a little bit off, but it's right up there. And I bought a couple of smart contracts with the money that she gave me. Now, the fun part of that was I immediately, within just a couple of days of a little bit of focused work, and, and when I say focused work, I'm at internal work, um, and then sharing that I was really excited about this new opportunity. I opened up my wallet, and I have doubled my income. I didn't put any money in. She had paid me, and there's now more money for me to be able to literally use at any point in time. I can, I can link a debit card to it. I can link it to my PayPal. I can do anything I want to with it. So I was like, okay, now, now I'm really interested. Now, now you've got my attention. Let's, I want to know more. And so she was like, okay, each, each one of the, as you buy the smart contracts, you can buy the next level up and they, they cost twice as much, but they pay out twice as much, you know? So, so basically what I did was I started rolling all of my income back into what I was doing. So two weeks later, I've got about $3,333 at my disposal that I can use that I didn't really have to work for. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, and I don't really share a whole lot. I'm not a big on social media, but those that are do so much better than I can, you know, and, and for me, like, that's just not a strong point for me. I'm just not, I'm not there yet. Um, just because I don't, I don't like being exposed. So that was one of my fears was being seen, mm -hmm. you know, and, and getting on programs like this. I had started my own podcast and I kind of dove into what it was to be in the, the metaphysical realms and my meditations and all that kind of stuff. And I just realized I was like, this is just not for me. And then I had another meditation where it was the Cassiopeia constellation. And then Cassiopeia came to me and she said that she wanted to be unlocked and to unlock her would be unlocking the feminine abundance. And it's literally, as I'm doing all of this energetic work, like I feel, I feel this huge shift in literally the whole planet. And I was like, okay, even though you're afraid of this, 
this is something you should be very excited about because this is going to unlock the abundance of the feminine. And then I had another meditation where St. Germain came to me um, and said the same thing. So it was like both like the visualization was so intense because it was like St. Germain was here and Cassiopeia was here and there was just coins flowing all around. And I was just like, okay, you know, here it is, this sit. And my goal is to be able to help every person unlock that for themselves. And I, the only thing that I could ever want on the other side of that are the, my healing centers where I'm going to live, <laughs> you know? So it's like, I don't know. The cryptocurrency world is so amazing right now. And I don't know a whole lot, but I know that the more that I learn, the more I want to learn, the more I want to introduce more people to it. And the other coin that I'm using right now is Tron. And that's the one that I've really gotten a little bit more magical with because it's only two cents a coin. So you got two and a half cents a coin, you can buy a whole bunch of just a little bit of money, a small investment. And with the, with the team that I'm working with, we're going to get, we're going to get you through level one from start. So like, you're already making an income. We're going to, we have a platform to be able to share with people on like what the blockchains are, what smart contracts are, how the systems work. And like, when you think about monopoly right and you're buying a smart contract you're kind of buying that piece of real estate and every time there's traffic that flows through there you're getting paid so each time one's initiated they are for life they can't be changed hmm. so like i'm i'm at ground level with tron at two and a half cents and it, if it goes to like bitcoin which everything looks like it's kind of going in that direction um it's just, it's just a magical thing that's going to happen because you're going to literally just be able to watch your, your assets grow. Now, the other part that I really, 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 really am curious about and kind of like seeing in the future is like right now with the, with the way that things are with Tron, like if you imagine like this little railroad system, right? And, and you've got like the very beginnings of a root system starting. So like all of these brand new or like laying the foundation where the, 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 people that are really crowdfunding dreams, right? Um, that's, that's the whole principle of this is like, I'm doing this because I believe in the people that are creating it. I believe that they have things that the products that they're wanting to bring to the world that need funding. And like, I need funding for my projects and you probably need funding for your projects. And so like, we're tapping into this brand new currency that we're going to have a transparent exchange. And it's just at Absolutely beautiful. Um, so it's, I don't know, it's just when you see, cause like I'm, I'm all about what I see in my head whenever I think about something. So like as soon as I think about the cryptocurrency world, I see this beautiful network of all the people that I love that are connecting in and find it following their joy because they don't have to worry about going to work. They ha they're following their impulses of like, what are the things that they love doing during the day? Because every time they go do that, there's more money in their account. You know, it's like you posted, you just went for the afternoon at the waterfall and you came back to another hundred bucks in your account. Um, trip was paid for and you got a bonus. Like, <laughs> like it's just amazing to me. Um, but if there was anybody that is curious to like get started, you're looking at a minimum like seven bucks to get started on, on one platform. But like if I were advising somebody, I'd say throw in like 50 bucks. See what happens and see if you're wanting, if you're willing to do what it takes to create a business for yourself that you really just get to enjoy. I love so much what you said about the waterfall. And that's what I have been working with on my own belief system is that like, 
I just want the world to support me so that I can do like my healing work. Not just, mm-hmm. you know, like I've been working person by person, but like just like with the world and Gaia and nature. And so I it's absolutely really to see that you've tapped into that. And I really do feel mm-hmm. like part of this divine feminine revolution is that the money systems are changing and that it really does need to be like redistributed so that like everybody can have access. Accessibility is definitely one of the values that is like so important to me so that we can all have safety. We can all be taken care of and that we can just Mm -hmm. get to like live life and be happy. And I think, you know, absolutely that that is like the dream, you know, it's the new paradigm that's happening. So I so appreciate your story is amazing. Go ahead. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Like, you know, if there's anybody out there that is wanting to to just tip their, you know, any any of it, whether it's the metaphysical dog training, the healing, if they want to get into cryptocurrencies, I would let it, you know, just even a conversation because just one more conversation means there's going to be even more awakenings and knowledge being spread. So, you know, if anybody wants to have that conversation, let's talk. I'm open. My schedule's wide open right now because I'm doing the things that I love. And I've been not pushed. Um, I feel guided and inspired to spread this message. So it's like I woke up this morning even more driven to just like communicate about it. It's time. It's time for that redistribution. Yes. I love that so much. And good for you for having the courage and like hearing the call and answering the call to go for like... (laughs) that you wanted, especially after surviving so much like pain and suffering on the front end, you know, you liberated yourself and that's what fearless feminine mm-hmm. is all about. I love that so, so much. Um, so tell us like, yeah, if people want to get a hold of you, where do they find you? How can they book the call? Like your website, like any of the, any and all of those things. So right now, um, the absolute best way to get me is through my Facebook page. Um, so it's K-H-A-L-A dot S-Y-S-L-O dot seven. Um, I take all direct messages. I answer them personally. Um, if you want to leave me a message on a page or if you want to do a direct message, that's totally fine. I am on Instagram. It's just at my first and last name. So it's at Colossus Low. Um, and then if you wanted to email me, email contacts. One is breathoflightreborn at gmail.com. And the second one is Colossuslow at gmail.com. So both of theirs are open for you guys to, to send me messages. And um, I look forward to hearing from any of you. Well, I love it so much. And thank you so much for just being like the shining light of like what's possible when you really <laughs> put your pleasure first. And I, it is truly revolutionary to do so. And so thank you so much yeah, really. for telling, telling your story. I, I appreciate that. And I'm sure so many people will be inspired from it. So I can't wait to see Thank what Thank you for having me. You <laughs> Yay. <laughs> um, so well, thanks everybody so much. And we will see you next time. Bye everybody. Thanks for listening to the Divine Feminine Revolution podcast. Make sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Want to keep the conversation flowing? Find us on Facebook at the Divine Feminine Revolution Facebook group where revolutionary women gather to listen to their hearts, monetize their gifts, and change the world.